started for dinner. Okay, some of y'all know um, I'm in school, and that's why you haven't seen me a lot, because, you know, and actually I'm kind of hiding from some of y'all, but uh, you know who you are, too. I was mad when I showed up and you was here. Um, anyway, so I'm, in, so I'm in school, and so I had to attend um, an online AA class today, all right? And uh, there was a time I had to attend an AA class. Ooh, that was, we're not gonna go back there, right? So, but this was a different time, and I had to attend this class as an observer, all right? Which is very, very different from the last time I attended. Some of you may know I'm, uh, and please don't, don't clap for this, I'm 12 years sober, all right? Actually, I just said don't clap. So it was actually January 9th was, was, my, was my 12 year sobriety anniversary. And so I don't want to glamorize or anything like that. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't, how do I put this? Shut up! No, I'm just playing. Uh, I wasn't in a, in a really, really bad way. I was just, I came to a point in my life where I realized I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't make some changes, right? And so, but that was 12 years ago, right? And, uh, but I'm watching this meeting, and, and again, it's online, so it's Alcohol Anonymous, right? So it's kind of anonymous. But they go through the whole drill, and they're doing these things, and people are coming on, because everybody has an opportunity to speak, right? So people are coming on, and they're talking about, yeah, this, we've got this going on, we've got this going on, and it's kind of just routine, right? And I don't know how many of y'all have, have tried Alcoholics Anonymous, um, but uh, sometimes it could just be a little dull, you know? to be quite honest with you. But then, but then this one thing happened, and this is the part that I wanna share with you tonight. Um, somebody came on the screen, and, and the screen was black. And, and you could hear, you could hear the fear in his voice. His voice was trembling, it was, it was cracking. You could hear him like, you know, sniffling. You could hear him just in a mess. You could, you could, you could feel the, 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 the darkness. It was on the screen, but you could, you could feel it. And, and, he's, and he's talking about how much he's afraid. He's afraid that he might use again. He's just a couple, couple days sober. And he was afraid because he was already, he's struggling with withdrawals, right? And then he's struggling with the idea of sobriety. And, and, and he says, and I don't know what a sober me looks like, but I'm afraid to meet him. But then he goes, but I'm also afraid to go back. And he's just asking for God to just, just get him through the hour, not even the day. And I started thinking about that, and I, then, you know, now that brought me back, and now I'm thinking about 12 years ago when I decided that I wanted to stop, you know, doing all the stuff I was doing. I kind of had to do the same thing. I kind of had to hide in the dark. I had to stay away from folks. I had to, you know, change my patterns of behavior, change who I hung out with, change the stuff I was doing, right? And, uh, and I remember having a bit of an identity crisis myself because I was kind of like, well, who am I if I'm not PJ that party dude, right? Who am I if I'm not out here in the streets running around you know, misbehaving and, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. But, but there was one thing I knew, and it was that I had a family to raise. And, and I had a wife that loved me, 
and I had a kid on the way, right? And I knew that, that to keep moving forward in the way that I was living only meant that ultimately I was gonna destroy everything that I had been working hard for, right? But then the appeal to go back was just as strong. And so I'm listening to this guy crying and I'm listening to him going through this thing and I'm, and I'm praying for him. And then this, this verse pops into my head that I'm gonna share with you today. It comes out of the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 51, verse 12. And it says this, it says, restore me to the joy of your salvation, All right? And sustain in me a willing spirit. Now this verse is so strong, I actually had it on my phone for almost two years straight. All through like COVID and stuff like that, it, it was on my phone because there were dark days, right? There were days of, of, of fear, there were days of uncertainty, there were days of depression if you wanna keep it real. And, and I would open up my phone, I would look at that verse and it would say, restore me to the joy of your salvation. Which is basically just saying, God, just remind me of how good you are. Remind me of, of what you've done. Remind me of what you're going to do. And then the second part of it, which is even harder, is sustain me with a willing spirit. The New Living Translation says, give me the will to obey you. I said, man, and that's, that's, that's where the struggle is right there, right? Because here's the thing. Where we are right now, it might not be great, but it's comfortable, right? We know what the day is gonna look like, right? If you're trapped in addiction, then you've got one single solitary focus for the day and that's to get high, all right? However that plays out is how it's gonna play out. But this isn't just about addiction, guys. This is about, this is about complacency. This is about being stuck in a rut that could happen, crap, it could happen over a lifetime. Right? And I'm listening to this guy cry, and I know, it, I know it's not the fear of, of trying that he's struggling with. It's the fear of failure. It's the fear of putting all that time and effort into it and then, and then falling back into old habits, right? And so now this can translate into every area of our lives, right? Because there's temptation, and then and temptation is just the will to sin, and then there's sin, right? And so it's easy for anybody on any given day to just settle in and get comfortable in the sin that they're living in. But the only thing constant in our life should be God who was, who is, and who ever will be. Amen? And he calls us to a pursuit of righteousness, which means we're running. The pursuit is an action word. So if we're not moving towards him, then we're not growing. If we're not moving towards him, I don't even want to say change, I'm going to say we're not evolving. And the best thing that I heard a guy say during that meeting was, God doesn't say that things will be better. He says it will be different. And I was like, well, that's just profound. Right? He doesn't say things are going to be better. He says things will be different. And if you think where you are right now, 
is okay, then I'm telling you that God is challenging you to be different. I'm telling you that he has better hopes for your life than you might have for it right now. I'm telling you that restoration is for the asking. For God to restore your joy, that's an easy ask, right? But to sustain you with the spirit to be obedient to his word and his will for your life, now that's, that's the struggle. But it's a good struggle. It's a healthy struggle. It's a struggle that gives you reward, even if it's just in here. And I can only tell you that the only evidence I have to show you that it's true is me. Is me. All right? So 12 and a half years ago, if you want to follow the timeline, I started Straight Street. Came out with a couple friends and a few trays of pasta. Started feeding folks at Lake Eola, right? What y'all might not know, I was smoking up in my car the whole way downtown. It's funny, but it's not funny. Richard, stop. But it's the truth. But as I was growing closer to him, as he was changing me and working in me and involving in me, he started showing me some things. He started pulling away the things that were in me that were not useful to him. And just little by little, started taking it out. So I stopped smoking. Then I stopped drinking. Then I stopped doing all that other stuff. Now, pretty far from perfect. But I'm a whole lot better now than I was back then. And I'm gratefully a work in progress. And so, th thank you, thank you. So, I wanna leave you with this. It, 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 it's something that I, that I took away from the meeting that was really, really huge. And it was after everybody spoke, they would say, and I wish you all a blessed 24. I wish you all a happy 24. I'd never heard that one before either. And so basically what they're saying is, I wish you blessings, favor, happiness for the next day, for the day to come. And so my prayer for you is for restoration, for joy, for hope. And I hope that your next 24 will be a revelation to you. And that in the space of the next 24, you might decide that it might be worth your while to draw yourself a little bit closer to this man named Jesus and learn a little bit more about exactly what it is that he has in store for you in your life. Amen. And I promise you, it might not be better, but it's going to be the kind of different you're going to love. Amen? Amen. Let's pray, and then we'll get this meal underway. Thank you for your patience. Thank you so much for listening. Dear God, we thank you. Uh, we thank you for, uh, for uh, it's nice out. It's, 
it's, it's warm. We thank you for, for, for these men and women that have gathered around here today, Lord, for us to uh, provide them with the meal. But Lord, we thank you for your word, which is going to sustain them, hopefully, spiritually. God, we thank you that you are God of second chances. Uh, God, we thank you that every day that you have given us breath in our lungs and strength in our backs to face another day, Lord, that you have given us an opportunity to be different than we were yesterday. And so we thank you for that opportunity, Lord. We are so grateful that you are so patient with us, that none of us should perish, but instead we'll look forward and keep our eyes focused on an eternity with you in heaven. Lord, we thank you so much. We love you. And we pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. 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 Thank y'all so much, so much for your time. All right, we're going to get to the meal. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.